0: Welcome to Minerva's Creative Conversations. I'm your host, Minerva Salas, and I wanted to personally welcome and thank you for joining us today. We're glad you're here because this podcast is created for you. It is a podcast where I dig deeper into influential and successful women's personal journeys and professional careers and how their stories can inspire others to succeed. Today, we're doing a special show on fathers of daughters. And my special guest is Dr. Bob Nuray, an osteopathic practitioner, DOMP, and alternative medicine doctor, and Rejuvenator Plus Wellness Clinic owner. Dr. Nuray has been practicing alternative medicine for over 10 years in the greater Toronto area. He has helped many patients become free from pain and discomfort. Heal sports injuries, muscular injuries, inflammatory conditions, arthritis and chronic diseases. Dr. Narai can quickly identify the source of your discomfort and develop a healing plan that will effectively cure your most stubborn afflictions and enable you to enjoy daily work and home life once again. Dr. Narai, welcome to the show.
1: Hello to you. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for taking the time to be on the show today. As an osteopathy practitioner, can you explain to our listeners what is osteopathy
1: medicine? Well, osteopathy, um, to just make it very simple, um, what we do is that we are on the holistic side of medicine and uh, basically all, all our procedures are very similar to chiropractic or a combination of physiotherapy, chiropractic and um, on the holistic side of it. So we deal with the, with the uh, natural body function overall and uh, we, we've worked with so many different modalities as
0: so that's what we do. So it's interrelated. So it seems like it all connects. It connects the systems in the body. Is that correct?
1: Pretty much. I always tell my patients, if you have pain, you come to me. And if you do not have pain, call, come to me and I cause the pain.
0: Okay. You cause the pain. All right. And there, the founding father, uh, Dr. Andrew Taylor Still, is the founder of Osteopathic Medicine. And he believed that spine problems could send nerve signals out to the organs and make you sick. So that is very alarming to hear. How can osteopathy aid in restoring the nerves to a healthy state and promoting circulation so the body could heal itself?
1: Well, it's really up to the patient, in fact. Like, you know, every case is different. But uh, generally, when the the patient comes to me, I have all kinds of questions. I want to go to the background of, in fact, the patient and see what could cause, what could cause, in fact, the the issue that person has. And uh, and, uh, more or less, it is starting, in fact, with the general question and questionnaire and uh, see, in fact, what could be the issue. And uh, we follow up uh, right from there. Generally, like if somebody come to me with the knee pain, uh, I don't focus only on knee pain. We have to always find, in fact, the source of, the source of the issue. And you know, like some people, they have the uh, sciatica and they don't know about it. Some people experience the knee pain funny enough, like, and they have no back, lower back problem, but they do have the back, which is causing in fact, all the pain because if the body is not balanced, uh, it causes a lot of problem in fact, for uh, for that person. And we make sure in fact, that balance is there.
0: So it seems that osteopathic medicine is about the whole body, not specific parts of the body.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. In osteopathy, we believe, in fact, everything in that body is connected. And it. we we sometimes, I feel like, in fact, like we follow the same uh, philosophy as acupuncture even, because we believe, in fact, the meridian in the, uh, in, in, in the body has to be completed. And uh, since, in fact, I do acupuncture as well, uh, and I did a study about it, like uh, I just combine, in fact, the treatment between osteopathy and acupuncture And uh, finally, I find the source of the, the, the issue.
0: That's very interesting. Now, what are some of the first signs of a musculoskeletal problem? And when should a person seek an osteopathic physician?
1: In general, uh, when you have pain, I, I always believe. In fact, your body talks to you, and uh, when you when you sense, in fact, certain certain discomfort and pain, uh, you know something is wrong. And the best method is actually the best way to deal with this: uh, to to right away, in fact, seek help and try to find the find the uh, and resolve the issue before it gets worse. Like I do, have people coming here. Uh, and uh, they have gone to the doctors, uh, to medical doctors for years, but uh, uh, but they never they never uh, try to they never try to find the source of the issue, and they always mask it with medicine. I mean, uh, it's good actually, like to take an Advil or Tylenol or something as a painkiller uh, when you have headache. But if you do have head- that headache um, on a regular basis, every day or so often, you have to find the source. And if you do not find a the source, then it become chronic. And once when it become chronic, it's very hard, uh, very hard to deal with.
0: And so how do you help your clients with these problems? Um, and what are some of the techniques or procedures that you use to help your clients?
1: Typically in my clinic, actually, like we use the, one of the best uh, low-level laser machine, which is medical, uh, sorry, um, they call it Meditech BioFlex, which is one of the most famous uh, low-level laser. Uh, which is a great machine. And I use it for so many different cases because we do believe most of the problem for the body is start from inflammation.
0: Correct.
1: And that machine is designed in fact, to reduce the inflammation. And uh, I, I, I have done numerous different procedures. On different patients and different cases, even the TMJ problem, uh, which happens. In fact, my daughter had it a few years back, and uh, uh, I could not. I could not, in fact, get a doctor fast enough, and he was fully booked. And I did the laser therapy, in fact, on the TMJ on her face because she could not open her jaw, and wow. she was in severe pain. And after after uh, two sessions my daughter was fine and uh and uh to the point in fact she was saying like we are not going to uh we are not going to extract in fact the wisdom teeth because uh that was the cause of the problem because the jaw did not have enough space and that caused in fact all that inflammation so we do a lot of different things here i do the low level laser therapy i do have the ifc machine which is practically um sending the ultrasonic waves into the muscles and uh uh, I do acupuncture. So often, I, I mix, in fact, so many different modalities and machines. And I find out, in fact, for the past 14, 15 months, so many people are complaining about headaches. And uh, and one of the reasons is because of the stress. And uh, I do believe the pandemic has a lot to do with it. And one thing for sure, uh, I always ask my patients to do on the regular basis, on every day, practically do the stretching. Because... Uh, if you are working, in fact, and sitting on the desk for eight, nine hours a day, uh, if you are a full-time employee, uh, what happens to your body? Our body is not designed to be sitting. Our body is designed, in fact, to, to walk, to run, and eventually to lay down. And, uh, and unfortunately, uh, now, when you look at our life and our, our lifestyle, we are mostly sitting and mostly sitting at the desk and then your body becomes like a chair position uh, and we are not made of wood we are not made of metal and you know your your and, and what it really caused the problem is blood circulation and uh, when the blood circulation is not is not properly is not is not uh, basically proper what's gonna happen your muscles go to spasm and uh, all this spasm eventually turn out to be a bigger problem and uh, then the aches start and the pain is start and then the uh migraine and headaches and go on and go on so every case in fact i mean there is some similarity between the cases i see but of course each patient has uh, his own unique in fact like issue to deal with
0: it sounds great and i i believe you know as you just said with the pandemic it just made matters even much much worse because now more people are working online they're studying online they're helping their children study online so it's you're constantly in sitting position uh so that's a lot of strain on your spine and your lower back and if you're not exercising or stretching like you just said it leads to spasms so it's important i believe to stretch and to strengthen your muscles and to have these type of techniques that you're offering because i think you're restoring the self-function in the body that's helping the body to heal better.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we have to, more than anything else, I mean, pandemic, pandemic um, uh, has been uh, the biggest disaster happened to humanity. And, uh, and uh, we're still dealing with it, as you see, uh, unfortunately, Uh, and, and people, people lost, in fact, their lifestyle, you know, like, I mean, I have quite a few friends. In fact, we used to go to the gym right after work and uh, chatting and exercising and stretching, and the environment was very healthy. We lost lost all that connection. We lost all that, in fact, like time we used to uh, socialize and uh, uh, do the things, in fact, which our body needed after eight, nine hours of working. Now, uh, I come myself to the office. uh, I never stopped working except maybe a month, which we have been totally forced, in fact, to shut down as a private, uh, basically, practitioner. And I come here every day, but um, I see that I'm sitting a lot more. I do a lot of consultation on the phone as you said and this sitting is worse than anything else you know like it's just it's just like um, it's just a slow <laughs> slow uh, way of in fact uh, killing your body practically. Wow,
0: it's unbelievable all that's happened. Uh, so I thank you for that information. I think it's very invaluable and now I want to turn. The, the leaf here, and t- let's tap into our theme of the show, which is fathers of daughters. Being a father plays an important role in a man's life, and it can be challenging if the child is a daughter. As a father of a daughter, can you describe your relationship with your daughter?
1: Oh, Lord, <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> And uh, as you know, I did not prepare myself, in fact, to answer all the questions. And as we discussed, in fact, uh, prior to this, uh, this interview, I, I even told you, like, I do not want to know the questions. And I try to be as honest as possible about uh, every answer. And, uh, and if I want to describe myself and my relationship with my daughter, who is 23 years old, I would say... Um, one of the best relationship uh, it could be, it could be possible. Uh, give you one example. Last night my, was my birthday, as uh, I, I think birthday. probably <laughs> you saw. Thank you so much. Probably you saw it on my Facebook. And uh, uh, she asked me, in fact, if uh, if I want to go out. I said, honey, most of the restaurants are closed. And you know, like she said, it's okay. Well, we should do something. You can go to Lakeshore. And uh, I said, no. I'd rather to be home. And she managed, in fact, to bring uh, three of her friends. And uh, I know uh, two of these uh, these friends, they have been together practically, uh, oh my God, for 20 years. And uh, but maybe 17, 18 years. And they're like my own kid. They're like adopted kids. So they came home and uh and we made a fire in fact in the backyard and she managed to buy me a little whiskey and uh she knows i don't drink for past uh, for past uh, 30 40 days i decided to do not drink and uh, she says well dad is your birthday and i bought you this nice uh, johnny walker and i said honey i don't even like johnny walker and she says oh my god this is blue johnny walker and you know you know how much i paid for it and i said okay uh, I'm going to have it. And we had a great time. Uh, I have, I mean, from time to time, uh, that's expected, in fact, to have that, uh, that little issues or problem with your kid. Because after all, you know, like you try to be a friend with your kid. At the same time, you're a father. So then you are witnessing um, your daughter is doing something wrong and uh and of course she tried to experiment and uh and do the things in fact she likes and some of the things are against my belief and uh i know that she's gonna knock her head through the (laughs) through the hard floor but then again i have to let her do it and sometimes you know i remember when sarah was growing up Um, And she was talking to me. We had, I mean, we have been always so close. Sometimes I didn't want to know. Sometimes I I, I was choking, but I had to still stay there and listen because, because if I showed, in fact, I'm panicking, then, then she would pause and, uh, and that's not good. You have, to let her, you have to let her say it because then at least you have a chance to guide mm-hmm. and try to maneuver around, in fact, that subject and try to somehow be a father and pass some of your experience, to, experience you have to her. Uh, it's kind of a rough road. Being a parent is very difficult. Doesn't matter father or mother, uh, unless you are a parent who don't care. I mean, there are exceptions to the rules. And there are some fathers uh, who are sadly sperm donors, I call them. And uh, they, they don't have much rule in, 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 in their uh, kid's life. And uh, they just they just produce. And that's the saddest part. And that's one of the reasons in society we find out, in fact, there is lots of mischiefs. There is lots of wrong things. Uh, uh, kids, kids need, in fact, parenting. They need the supervision. Yes. They, need the, they need the love more than anything else. There are some parents in North America, they bombard, in fact, they shower their kids with the, with the toys, with the iPhone 12. Uh, but iPhone 12 is not love. It's just, in fact, something to, uh, to just make you comfortable as a father to say, I provide my, my child with the iPhone, iPhone 12. I bought her the best phone. But the phone is not love. The phone, in fact, is going to give you more gap because your child has spent more time with the phone and not with you. Right. You need to sit with your child. You need to talk to your child. You need to play with your child. Even my 23 years old, sometimes she comes home and I can see she wants to tell me something. And I have to sit down with her and even, even create, the, create the atmosphere, create that opportunity for her to open her mouth. So buying her and showering her with toys and uh, different things is not is not what your child is looking for. If you are if you are, if you can provide them, if you can provide them in fact those toys they need, absolutely, why not. But more important, that connection, more important, that that little kiss on her cheek. And of course, especially for daughters. I think I think the girls Always look at you like a role model, like, like like in fact what they're looking in the future to find in a husband or boyfriend. So lack of you not being there and uh, basically being so busy with work or lack of responsibility or trying, in fact, to live a single life when you're married or when you're a father. What that what what do you teach that child to, to become one of you? to become one of those people who are selfish and self-centered. And, uh, and to me, like being a father, especially to the girls, to your daughters, is the biggest, most difficult job you can ever have. But there is such a, uh, I mean, pleasure in it as well. I think, I, I mean, for myself, like once when I get a little kiss, that's it. It's like, in fact, it's like, in fact, God gave me the gift. And that does not happen, happen so often. I have to say that once right. when your child grow up, you know, like and past certain, certain age, uh, she would not come to you and hug you even. I mean, sometimes I tell myself, maybe I have to make an appointment to get the hug. Uh, but then again, I do what I have to do. I make sure I hug her. I make sure, in fact, I tell her good night. I make sure I step up sometimes till 2 a.m. until she comes home. I can't sleep, and she's 23 years old. I can't sleep until I hear the door downstairs get unlocked. And the moment she closed the door, it's like life is beautiful, and I fall asleep.
0: You know, you made a good point about, um, it sounds that it's important to have a present father. And a present father acts as a role model for their daughter at home and at work while providing a fatherly blueprint, like you just said, a guide that she needs to have a healthy relationship with men later on in her life. What was the main blueprint that you gave to your daughter on how to deal with men later in her life? Like what were some of the, like you mentioned some, you know, just some examples, but what specifically was your blueprint for your daughter? Uh, It's
1: not, it's not something in fact formulated. Uh, I uh, is not two by two, four is, is, uh, I think every one of us has a different way of approaching things, and you know, for myself, um, mm-hmm. I tried. I tried, in fact, to teach her more than anything else to be independent, and I tried, in fact, to uh, to uh, teach her to value the things and uh, to value the relationships. and uh, And the most most I think uh, um, most important thing is to be honest. And uh, that does not matter if you're 14, 15 years old uh, girl uh, who want to date somebody or later on in marriage or meeting somebody or, uh, or or finding a boyfriend or whatever. Like You have to be honest and you have to also um, be but conscious of... Uh, You know, like that comes with it anyway, you know, like, I mean, uh, myself, again, the blueprint you mentioned, you know, like, um, to you have to be, you have to teach your child to be kind, honest, but not a victim. Uh, This is a thing, you know, like sometimes, sometimes we are kind and sometimes we want to, we want to please people. But then again, if I have to please somebody, But jeopardize my own uh, integrity—that's not good. And what I taught her to be honest, be kind, be generous, but don't ever become a toy for anybody to play with. So this is a thing. Like I I, don't—I even told Sarah, you know, like I said, um, I I was—I mean, as a father, it's sometimes hard because because you know, men—you are a man yourself. And uh, you're a man, and you know how men think and how, how they behave, and so on. And as a father, it's hard. That's your leader princess. And this leader princess is going to be. Uh, dating somebody uh, who's coming to pick up your daughter and you don't like the guy's car, you don't like the guy's face, you don't trust him, this and that. So, and I went through that. And, you know, like, I mean, uh, Sarah was dating somebody like at the age of 15 or 16. And then, you know, like, uh, and I had to stay cool, cool and collected, you know, like just uh, cool and calm. And, uh, but but I'm worried actually how the guy is going to drive and, you know, how, how he behaves and how he treats her and so on and so on. But I had to let go. Uh, But most important thing is actually to give that confidence to your child. At the same time, uh, just uh, teach her uh, Mm -hmm. what's the value, what's the value of the relationship, what she's supposed to expect, and what it's supposed to be the turning point. Um, I think she has learned some of those things, and I'm sure she failed on some other areas, Uh, but I managed, in fact, as best as I could to raise a, to raise a decent child.
0: That's great. That's really great. You are really, you are a great role model for your daughter. Definitely.
1: I tried, I tried. I mean, yesterday the text came uh, through the WhatsApp and, and uh, the text was, of course, for my birthday. And uh, I don't want to exactly say what, what she wrote, but it made me very, very proud, very proud. And, I feel like crying even now oh. it's 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 so beautiful it's it's Imagine. it's gorgeous and uh and to 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 read those words and to hear it uh it's 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 fantastic and as last night we were sitting around the fire with uh with these three uh three of her friends and of course four young ladies and they're all in their 20s um and and uh hearing in fact how how uh, she cherished me and how she told everybody that's the best father I could ever have. Uh-huh. Um, uh, that's a pad on my back. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it, because as I said, it's not, it's not easy to raise a child. It's not. I mean, um, we all have dreams. We all have goals. And uh, when you bring the child to this world, uh, things change. You cannot be the same person. You cannot be the same person as you were before you got married and you you, that you brought that that little uh, adorable thing into this world. Mm -hmm. And every minute of your life change. And we have to either we have to bring that child, either we have to really (laughs) get pregnant or not. A moment, in fact, a moment uh, you uh, you, you bring somebody to this ward. You, you have to be responsive and you have to be ready for it. We were, in fact, talking about this last night around the fire, I I, I said, uh, when you get married, first of all, give yourself. In fact, I always talk to these girls, like, you know, when they come, they even ask me all different kinds of questions uh, around the dinner. And, you know, like, and, and uh, sometimes they even talk about their boyfriends, their failures, this and that. So last night I told them, when you get married or, Some people, they don't even get married nowadays. But when you choose a partner and you think, in fact, that partner is is a long term one, make sure you give yourself a long, long few years, study that person, not for the sake of yourself, for the sake of both of you. Make sure you know how to play the game, make sure you are ready for it. It's like, in fact, if you are a runner, you have to have the proper shoes, you have to prepare for it, you have to practice. You cannot do the marathon, in fact, uh, just decide to do. You have to practice over and over. And you want to be a good mother? You want to be a good father? You have to practice it. Mm -hmm. It's the same as everything else. i hope i answer your question sometimes sometimes uh (laughs) sometimes i go around the subject and i remember different things and you know like uh and uh i don't know if i really answer your question but i think i did partially at least
0: no you did you did a great job to listen to the rest of the podcast please make sure to click on part two of this episode many with love showcases a beautiful collection of unique handcrafted products made with high quality natural materials and embellished with vibrant colors and designs. The Mini with Love handmade products make a lovely gift for a birthday, graduation, wedding anniversary, and special occasion. We invite you to make the women in your life feel special and deserving of a beautifully handcrafted handbag to complement their unique personalities. To learn more about these products, Visit miniwithlove.com.